0: Listen to Reverend Samuel O'Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel O'Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendov Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, May they take knowledge of us that we have been with God. Amen. Let it be the increase of God in our lives. Let humanity be swallowed up in divinity. Let us more partake of a divine nature. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Psalm 63, Psalm 63, from verse 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee, my flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water rests. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because... That love and kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise Thee. Thus will I bless Thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in Thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my youth shall praise Thee with joyful praise, with joyful lips, when I remember Thee upon my bed and meditate on Thee in the night watches. Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followed hard after thee, thy right hand upholds me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword, they shall be a portion for foxes. But a king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that swears by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Now, this is a passage of David's test after God. And this leads us to the subject matter of tonight knowing God, the pursuit of God, the pursuit of God, to pursue after God. That is the subject matter. We want to recover the subjects of all subjects, the centrality of knowing God in all of Scripture. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul tests for thee, my flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. And then verse 8 says, My soul follows hard after thee. Thy right hand uphold me. I pray that we will be in that direction all through the year. May God give us the grace to be in that direction. We have established that God can be known there is no need in pursuing something which you can never get but thank God we can get a hold of God we can know God and that is the glory of the New Testament if you are still hiding behind somebody to find God you are not in the New Testament you are in another testament you have to call somebody for him to assess God for you you have to face difficulties behind certain people those days are over where all of Israel had to stay behind Moses and watch what next or the armies of Israel have to stay behind David and uh, see what happens we have passed that stage where we can all come before God there's then there's no need for anybody to lead anymore we have the captain of our salvation Jesus Christ one mediator between God and man and his place has given us access even Jesus he is not obstructing The relationship between us and God. No. He has become the way. The new and the living way. What boldness every one of us must get. Some people think the name of Jesus in the mouth of some people is more powerful than them. Which is strange. If this thing weighs 100 kilos. If it crosses the borders of Ghana it weighs 100 kilos. If this is the name of Jesus, the power in it is the same from Christian to Christian. Old day, one day old Christian, hundred years old Christian. For of his fullness have not some, but all received grace for grace. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah 31 from verse 31 Behold the days come these are the prophets and they have come saith the Lord that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with your fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt which my covenant they break although I was and husband unto them said the Lord but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel and by extension to all of us because salvation is of the Jews I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ it's the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first so it's not something that is just restricted or limited to the Jews God's, God enacts he enacted the covenant with them but extended to us when we are signing a deal maybe on behalf of a company an organization a club we don't take everybody to go and sign only one person goes to do that and yet it takes effect for everybody so israel is the signature of god to bless all mankind in the covenant of god that's the implication one chosen nation for the rest of the nations so but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days says the Lord I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people Christ himself is the Lord of God he came to fulfill the law and the prophets and the apostle paul says christ in us the hope of glory the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory now that glory is inside the children of faith 34 and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor nobody has any secret anywhere any message that goes around peddling secret of this secret of this it is no there is no secret it is an attempt to put you into bondage we stand in light and walk in the light as he is in the light maybe to help a subject matter we may use that word but the understanding we must have is that nobody has anything that the rest of us we don't know. And that makes you special. Shall we receive reverence so and so, apostles, so and so, professors so come and teach us secrets and mysteries of certain? There is nothing like that. Just go and join the church or just open to somewhere. Let's all read and be moving on. Can you say amen? He said, you will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. They shall teach no more every man his neighbor. There are teachers but this is talking about the fact that nobody knows anything more than somebody after all we know god what again saying know the lord for they shall know me from the least of them you see that unto the greatest of them say the lord i will forgive their iniquity and i'll remember their sin no more that's why some people came to church after paul has preached they had the audacity to go home and say we want to find out what he talked about this man who came here this apostle let's sort him out and how you have to do that in days like this don't just sit down and be hypnotized at what you hear and what you don't want to do is also to equate the weight or the popularity of certain people to the truth it's never that way truth is not personalities and truth is not pragmatism pragmatism is what works okay if what i'm saying is not the truth look at my results i'm sorry you could have had one million dollars and maybe you were a thief So it does not justify your integrity. How did you arrive by that money? Let's do some audit. Moving from shadows and they were coming to the substance of things. They were appreciating the reality of things. So even in the epistles, you don't see parables. Paul didn't come anywhere and say, you know, one day a certain man was. There's nothing like that. It is truth on the spot. They spoke plainly. The spirit of truth has come. The churches have become the ground and pillar of truth. We have been born of the truth. The word of truth is here. Teachers of the truth. Everything is plain and clear. That's why he always wondered when they went into bondage. Somebody came to confuse them. Say, it is too late for that kind of thing. You better sit up. This is, this is it. There is nothing anymore. Don't let anybody pass through the back door and come and tickle your ears. This is it, period. And of course, John 17, 3. This is eternal life. If we can't know God, then we should forget about him. We cannot know God, then we should forget about eternal life. We are all doomed for hell. But thank God, this is life eternal. This is it. It's an article. I can lift it up. I can show you my eternal life license. How? I know God. My knowledge of God is my proof of eternal life. That I might know thee, the, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. No wonder the apostle John, he kept on saying in his epistles, that this I write unto you, that ye may know that you have eternal life. You may know that you have eternal life. You may know that you have eternal life. Thank God for the word of God. That gives us blessed assurance of what god has given unto us god has made himself known that is grace the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared unto all men collectively universally that's grace but man must be responsible to know god that is faith god is not the one to believe man man is the one to believe God and man is not the one to give grace to God God is the one to give grace to man it is always like that so God has made himself known wonderful grace man must be responsible to know God obedience of faith hence the pursuit of God it it is a faith it is a faith enterprise it's not an academic thing. So, in a pursuit of God, okay, I've, I've, I've enrolled into some school. I'm going to, to study God. That, that is not what we're talking about. It's a faith journey, a faith walk, like Abraham. Get thee out of thy father's house and of thy kindred onto a land that I will show you. And then he began. And then the Bible calls him the father of faith. I mean, the friend of God. Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Paul the servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle separated unto the gospel of God he's talking about God who has made himself known, grace the gospel is the grace of God which has appeared unto him it is of God then verse 5 by whom we have received that grace may you receive the grace of God one of the things you should receive in the grace of god that i don't need anybody respect people submit yourself to authority but don't become a slave to anybody's tricks and manipulations come and see me i have a word for you except i do this for you no you can't do anything for me i'm just as you are maybe i may be more than you are because maybe you are not even saved amen so you have received grace we have received grace and apostleship it's not the other way around you have no business doing the work of God if you are not saved grace apostleship saved service for obedience to the faith now you come on and begin to respond to this grace among all nations for his name we are familiar with Acts thirteen forty-seven. now let's look at the the 40 46 verse as acts, acts 13 the verse number 46 then paul and barnabas was bold they got bold christianity's boldness and said it was necessary that the word of god should first have been spoken to you the jews but seeing you put off from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life you don't want to know god and it's the true god and His son jesus christ okay we turn to the gentiles what 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 are, what what are we trying to establish here that grace is of god faith is of man man has the responsibility to know god as for god he has made himself known And so, these people forfeited the privilege of knowing God, the faith. And Paul said, okay, because you are not paying attention, we turn to other people. And this is something we should learn for our witnessing and evangelism. Maybe you may come back later, but don't let people waste your time all the time when they are not bulging or bowing to the word. There are other open doors around you. Look for it and enter them and be a blessing unto other people. Chapter 10 of Acts, the verse number 42, Acts 10, 42. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick, the living, and the dead. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believe, now have faith, God has revealed himself, but it does not bring automatic salvation to you, blessing to you. Whosoever believe in him shall receive. When we believe, we always receive. The gospel is from faith to faith, that there might be receiving to receiving. Remission of sins. And I hope you know it's not the remission of sins we receive. We receive the gift of righteousness. We receive eternal life. We receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And all other gifts of the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So God is always on the axis of grace to meet the man who believes in him. God is always on that axis. He never gets out of it. But as to whether you will respond it's it's another thing hebrews 11 6. without faith it is impossible to, to to please god he that comes to god must believe that he is he stays on that essence of his grace and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him may he who has made himself known to us and can be known grant us grace that with all diligence we will seek him and so our relationship with god is not with an impersonal force by now you should know that don't reduce god to a force to power or influence god is a person he is genesis 1 1 in the beginning god he is you see God takes himself for granted. So he does not do any introduction. It is we who need genealogy. That you came from here, you came from here. But he just he says, in the beginning I did this. He, he is. It is something we can. We can't push away in our knowledge. As human beings. We can't. So as for God, he is. He creates. In the beginning he created he speaks god said and we can reason with him these are faculties of personality of a person we can reason with him you remember in genesis chapter 18 verse 17 god was going down to sodom and then he came to visit abraham and he promised him a child and then he said should i hide from abraham this thing that i'm going to do to the sodomites and then he started reasoning with abraham you see that this is how beautiful relationship and communion with God is. That you can actually reason with God. Look at Jesus praying. Don't just be taken by the sweat. You know, that is, if that is all the lesson you learn from the prayer of Jesus, we have not learned much. Because somebody can be doing something and sweating. So Jesus sweated. Jesus was sweating. So Jesus was communing. Look at the way, he was so personal. It's like somebody was there i would that this cup pass away from me don't pray gibberish prayer as if there's nobody to interact with especially when you change into tongues even in tongues is not senseless language he said that we speak mysteries unto god god has not said just be parroting and be parroting. no he he understands and in the depths of your heart, there should be a sense of communion. Not that I've locked my mind and I'm just chanting. Listen, Christians don't chant, we pray. In case you have come across anybody, see we are chanting, chanting songs, chanting time. We don't chant where where in the Bible do you say chanting? Pray without season. Men ought always to pray. When you pray, say, it. don't be stupid. Say something. The zeal of young people and uh, you know a lot of things creeping up is overtaking simplicity of the gospel and the relationship we have with God, if you want to know what makes sense, God makes sense more than anything else. God has not told us that you know. He can't think. No, he does. And so, we can reason with him. In Isaiah, the prophet said, God spoke to him. Come, let us reason together. But most importantly, most importantly, about the person of God, he saves. Amen. Amen. He saves. So God is, he creates, he speaks, he reasons and all of that but most importantly he saves first timothy chapter 2 the verse number 3 and 4 first timothy 2 3 for this is good and acceptable it will always be good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior god our savior who will love all men no exclusion He wants all men to be saved. And to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Get to know me. And then John 3, 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world, through him, might be what? It might be saved. Saved from sin. And save from all that sin inflicts on God's creation. So, God is a person and personality demands relationship. And therefore, in this message, we are moving from the revelation of God, that is, his person, to relationship with God. Pursuit after God. Pursuit. The pursuit of God. But I want to give a caution right here so that we might present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. What is the caution? The pursuit of God is not a journey into a mystery wonderland. When we say we are pursuing God, it's not lost in the forest at first. Okay, God, then before you know, somebody is in a certain clouds. Somebody is walking on one leg because we are perceiving God. Instead of walking on his two legs, he's just jumping on one. Somebody, somebody is, not, is not sitting up in class to learn. He has put his head on a table that he's in a trance. That is not what we are talking about. A woman is no more being a wife, cooking for the husband. He said, I'm always praying. You become a prophetess, warning the husband, starving the husband. That is insanity. You are nowhere near God. Like we are near the sun. So that is a caution right away. We must drop that orientation and temptation from our minds immediately. Like a child would drop a hot object that he mistakenly picks that orientation that the pursuit of God come on let's go into a snooze let's get spooky there is is no space for that avoid that temptation and disabuse your mind of that orientation now this is it the pursuit of God is a character issue the pursuit of God is we, we should know that you are getting better You are improving. You are getting smoother and finer in life. The pursuit of God is a character issue. It is not to take a nose dive in life. No. You become weird and strange. To pursue God is to pursue character. Genesis 17 verse 1. Abraham had been going in zigzag in his journey. As God told him to leave his father's house a lot has a lot has happened then in chapter 17 of Genesis verse 1 when Abraham was 90 years old and nine the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him serving God is not for young people older people too I enjoined to serve the Lord he was 99 and how how you have to pay attention to your relationship because when you are getting older, because you are getting out. It's time to think if you are are not thinking. Yes. Because you are moving from living well to dying well. And so, Abraham was 90 years old and 9. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. What is the matter? Walk before me and be thou perfect when you come to matthew chapter 5 verse 48 matthew 5 48 be therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect that is the goal of the pursuit of god the word perfect whether in abraham's case or in the case here Jesus speaking it connotes entirety become entire don't become lopsided don't become like a, a bread which one side is too brown another side is white it means integrity that's it it means sincerity Abraham did not have integrity with the Bimelech. he lied to him that that Sarah was the, the sister that's no integrity So now, God is saying be perfect. And that means integrity. That means sincerity. I just told you he lied. That means maturity. So the knowledge of God has got to do with all these things happening in your life. Your entirety. Your integrity. Your sincerity. Your maturity. Not your spookiness. The knowledge of God will always be revealed, listen, in the measure of a man's character. The knowledge of God. Dreams are for free. Even those who are not born again, they dream. Nebuchadnezzar dreamt. Belshazzar dreamt. Pharaoh dreamt. So what are you talking about? So I, I dream of it. Keep on dreaming. It doesn't mean you know God. Just have fun. Be dreaming. This is the matter. Of those who know God. Strength is character. Those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. It's not about some physical uh, 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 power. Or stamina. No. But. It is, it, is, it is strength of character. You become unbending. You have enough fortitude. You are not wasted away by every wind of doctrine. No, you don't change. You don't vacillate and oscillate. You are stable. That's what the knowledge of God does for you. Luke chapter 9 verse 52. Luke chapter 9 verse 52. And he sent messengers before his face and they sent... And they went and entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, would thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? What did Jesus tell them? You don't know God. Because for us, when we see fireworks, say, Yes, this man knows God, he can spit fire. Yes, can command fire right now. Commanding fire doesn't mean you know God. It may be that you don't know Him at all, like your colleagues, James and John. So He turned and rebuked them and said, Do You know not what manner of spirit you are of. You are not like us. We are in heaven. We are thinking about saving man. You, you, you are thinking of destroying people. You don't know us, you don't know God. But thank God, that after he gave them some time to be with him, now these same people, they proved that they knew God. May our life show that we know God. It's a character thing. It is. It is. Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek. Learn of me. Pursue me. This is God talking. For I am Breathing fire and brimstone. Check your Bible. Over. I am commanding fire and brimstone, sulfur and fire. But I am what? Meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest unto your soul. Peace. Isaiah chapter 57. The verse number 15, 57 15. For that says, the the high and lofty one that inhabits eternity, that's God, whose name is holy, the first, the attributes of all of God's attributes, his holiness. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also, that is of a contrite and humble spirit. Listen, not with him who is spitting fire like because that is the the show or that you know God no look at the person who is with God in that place that means he's at the same level of thinking with God this person knows God like Moses the meekest man don't kill these people or else blot my name rather from your book what a man what a man he knew God and it's on record he knew the ways of god but israel they knew his arts how many christians the ratio has not changed the nations of christians know the acts of god only a few know the ways of god and so god says this is where i sit with somebody of character not somebody of power dynamics and mechanics are you listening to the word of god we are talking about the pursuit of God not somebody who understands all mysteries even things God does not want you to know he wants to know that is immature if you go to somebody's house and he says sit here remain in the living room but the next time you are in his kitchen or in the bedroom something is wrong with you and that's what people are doing they want to pry into the secrets of God when they have not been invited to prove to everybody that they know God and God is saying, "Look at you. This is somebody who is not who is not curious." Like someone asks, "What was God doing before He created the world, the heavens, and the earth?" So the preacher look at him and say, "You know, God was creating hell for people like you who ask that questions. Hell for people like you. What is that to you?" It's like coming I mean, to ask me, what was your wife doing before you married him? We are married. If that is over, if you want to find anything, find out about the New Testament. Hallelujah. May you not be intimidated by anyone who comes across like he has answers to all questions and therefore he knows God. May you never be intimidated by such people. That is not a proof. This is how we know you know him. Hi. And holy he dwells with them that are of a meek, contrite, humble spirit. Is that not how Jesus was? And he was in the bosom of the Father. It's a character thing. The, the, the apostle said in First Thessalonians two ten, how holyly and justly we behave ourselves among you. First Thessalonians chapter two, the verse number ten. a character thing ye are witnesses and god also god knows that we know him what is the proof how holily and justly they didn't pull out their cast of spiritual gifts here wait how holily and justly and unblamably we were not partial you could not you could not raise any issue against us which one of you convinces me of sin we behaved ourselves among you that believe this is christianity at its best So on this basis, what is knowing God and therefore the pursuit of God? Number one, peace and pursuit of peace with all men in life. This is how you know God and this is is the pursuit of God. When we say you are pursuing God, this is it. It is the register of peace in your own life and then pursuing peace with all men in life. So knowing God, therefore the pursuit of God is one peace and pursuit of peace with all men in life then we say this person is pursuing God think about it you have peace and then you are pursuing peace with all men in this life that is how we know you know God so James and John, not pursuing peace with the Samaritans, they did not know God. That's what Jesus was saying. You don't know what kind of spirit you are of. Now, God is the God of peace. We've spoken about the fact that he is holy. He is also the God of peace. Judges chapter 6, verse 22. Judges comes after Joshua. Joshua chapter 6. Verse 22. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Look here. This evening, peace be unto you. Who is a man who knows God or who is in pursuit of God? He has peace. That is the pursuit of God. There is a the resultant effect of peace. Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom unto this day. It is yet in opera of the Abiziarites, God of peace. Romans 15, 33. Romans chapter 15 verse 33 now the god of peace right now be with you all and the church said restlessness shows that you don't know god yes you don't you are always edgy nervous and angry because you don't get you you don't get what you like so you get angry and nobody's responsible for it. You are just angry because you don't know God. Chapter 16, verse 20. And the God of peace, that's God. You see, so knowing God, the pursuit of God, this is, this, this is it. First of all, it is peace. You yourself, you have a witness of peace, an experience of peace. The God of peace shall bring Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our lord jesus christ be with you and there goes another amen first corinthians chapter 14 verse 33 first corinthians 14 33. for god is not the author of confusion he will never be sometimes you are alone and yet you are confused only you god is not the author of god has not uttered any book called confusion but of Peace, as in all churches of the saints. May there be peace in this house. Yeah. Philippians 4.9 Philippians chapter 4 verse 9 These things those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. See? When you do God's word as you pursue God and the God of peace shall be with you may the God of peace be with you this year that is how we know you are knowing God more peace you have more peace not more fears not more anxiety but more peace the more you speak in tongues the more anxious you become you wake up in the middle of prayer afraid because there is a a, a sound on the rooftop that is not how Peter was in the prison please please and that was not how Paul and Silas was in the prison too. They sang, they had peace, they knew God. Can you say amen? amen? They knew God. Verse 6, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Seven, and the peace of God god is always the god of peace pastor how do i have the peace of god look at your bible you don't need all night for the peace of god he says you do you have any care what 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 is bothering you be careful for nothing in everything by prayer and supplication and make sure it is with thanksgiving don't just come and be praying and murmuring to god and just go Thank God. Or the recipe for peace is not ready. With thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And then God, see, will now see to it. There will be peace. This year there will be peace. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace. God has moved from God of peace to very God of peace. Sanctify you holy. He's a God of peace indeed. And I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hebrews 13, 2021. This is where we know God, God of peace. You can't close your eyes and imagine God of peace. You have to read the Bible. It doesn't come by imaginative powers and positive thinking and auto suggestion and and self talk. You know, and, and all those props of humanism. No. Hebrews 13 20, What a benediction. Now the God of peace. God of peace. This is what you will come to with an effective quiet time. You will end with God of peace. With an effective proper fasting and prayer. You will come to. You won't move from that place and you are still worried. Now, the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So even Jesus in the grave, he had peace. You have not entered the grave yet, but you don't have peace. Make you perfect, mature, entire. You remember? integrity in every good work to do His will, working in you that which is well pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. It seems to me that amens like the peace of God. Amen. Amen. In pursuing God a man finds peace Romans 5 1 being justified by faith we have peace with God Ephesians 2 12 to 14 he is our peace Jesus is our peace who has made both twin one we were without God he said without hope in this world strangers to the common world of Israel but now we have have we have received peace so in pursuing god a man finds peace Amen. amen and in a world of chaos and confusion how many of you know this world is a world of chaos and confusion in case you don't know so that we will let you know chaos and what we need to pursue god afresh the more time you spend on your phone the more distress you will be if you you make yourself a listener of news whether local news or international news it is all about chaos and confusion it is only when you pursue god and pursue him afresh you have peace when men forget god we lose peace i'm showing you how to lose peace forget god you will lose peace But rather, we find peace when we remember God and pursue Him. Isaiah chapter 15, verse 19 to 21. Isaiah 15, 19. I think we've missed that scripture. But it talks about the peace of God. Amen. Now, peace and pursuit of peace with all men in life we are moving from peace and pursuit to pursuit of peace with all men in life so what do I, what do we mean by that not only do we find peace when you seek after god you pursue god you find you find peace that's initial but we are able to pursue peace With all men regardless of whatever the issue is that is that is that is pursuing God pursuing God is pursuing peace with all men regardless of whatever the issue you see so that's why I told you the pursuit of God is not a journey into a mystery wonderland we are on practical solid grounds okay are you pursuing god right let me check how many people you are at peace with that is how we know you are know you know god and you are pursuing god you can take your back to the forest and went for 40 days but when you come back the faces you see are you at peace with them that is the measure it's a character thing matthew chapter 5 verse 9 matthew 5 9 the beatitudes blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called what they shall be called what people who are pursuing god hebrews 12, 14. follow peace with all men look up here we wish it read peace with some men now this one i can make peace with him by this one but this is how we know you are pursuing god all men those who have offended you those who are yet to offend you and the question is who is sufficient for this that is the answer coming to you in this message our sufficiency is in the pursuit of god it's of god somebody who follows god will follow peace god gives us the capital of peace to spend with all men no deficit he builds us builds us out from hurts and offenses by giving us capital of peace to spend so there is peace between husband and wife pursuit of god mr husband waking up to pray for three hours doesn't mean that you are pursuing god after the prayer is there peace between you and your wife that is the bible understand Don't wake up and say, my wife, I dreamt. When I dreamt, an angel has come to take me to your hometown. And the the angel is telling me that this is the problem between me and you. (laughs) And because of that, you are not even in good terms. (laughs) So you are saying, my mother is this, and my father, and you are are making exchanges. Peace between husband and wife. Peace with friends and foes, peace with those who despitefully use you. We are talking about pursuit of God now. If God is here, how is He? And you are now pursuing after God, there must be peace. And you see, it takes knowing God indeed to follow peace with because If it is just you, you will know. People will know that, yes vengeance belongs to me but romans chapter 12 verse 17. this year we will be better christians romans 12 17 recompense to no man and yet we say no man not some man no man evil for evil the way the bible bails out people is amazing it's like you can't get anybody to hang anything on. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, if it be possible, as much as lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Now wait. If it be possible, see Pastor, you see the Bible says if it be possible, it's not possible. What did he say? If it be possible, it's not written to overrule the possibility of peace. The apostle and the spirit himself is making an admission of the difficulty of making peace, not the impossibility of making peace. So it is difficult, but it is possible for with God, all things are what are possible. So, so he's making a, a sincere admission because we are in the, in the book of truth, he's not trying to make it as if it is so easy, it's not easy. So if it be possible, it's not written there to overrule the possibility of peace, but to show the difficulty of peace yet the possibility. So he says, if it be possible, as much as light in you, live peaceably with all men. 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. This reminds me of yesterday. I chanced on the news. It it, 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 it really got to me, broke my heart. He's a, a university professor. They live in, in the States. And I later even realized that the man is a professor in systematic theology. Well, the man is an African man. The man and the wife. The, man, the woman shot, stabbed the man to death and shot herself to death. By the time the police came, they were all lying there. Just this week. Avenge not yourself. The week before, he had done a presentation. I watched it. When I saw the news, I went to find out about him. How he was doing presentation on religious pluralism or whatever. Not knowing the next week. Vengeance. May the Lord help you never to come to a place of spewing vengeance. Walk in peace. Avenge not yourself. Some of us, we have our own little, little vengeance. We won't talk to you for three days. It's a vengeance. Yes. I'll give you a certain attitude. Some of you have a way of making the air around you to communicate to somebody else. You are that powerful. When you stand in the air, the air changes it hits the other person that, yes, I'm talking to you. In case you don't know, I am sending you messages. (laughs) Dearly beloved, I've been not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. What he's saying is that you can let people know that this thing I was not happy. He's not saying that wrath, you know, give place to wrath, take things and throw them about you come back to vengeance. But give place unto wrath eh! the offense talk about it for it is written vengeance is mine I will repay saith the law 20 therefore if an enemy hunger see the bible is giving you practical details of how to follow peace with all men you see, I have read follow peace with all men that's it no there, are, there, there is a way to do it so if your enemy is hungry, the person that you are following, please will give him food. Amen? Feed him. If he tests, do what? Look, the Bible is not even saying that he came to ask you. Once you see it. For in so doing, thou shalt do what? heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with God. This year, may you not be overcome with evil. And so that's it. If you think that, truth be told, living at peace with all men is easy. Ask those who are offended. Go and ask Esau. It was his own brother. Go and ask the brothers of Dinah. They got offended because a prince of the land had raped their sister. It it was war. Even Peter, he asked Jesus, how is that possible? And he proved it. When he arrested Jesus, he pulled a knife. They had forgotten the message Jesus taught him. So our natural response to people who hurt us is that answer back. Let them know that you are, you are angry. You, you are not weak. But that is not how you follow God. So Jesus explained in Matthew eighteen twenty to 20, 35, when Peter asked him, when my brother offends me, is it only seven times I should let go and then the rest I should take the law into man? Jesus said, no. Seventy times seven. And if you can mark 70 times, you can tally 70 times seven. You have a problem. And people do. So we must follow peace with all men. That is how we pursue God. The pursuit of God is the following peace with all men. Don't get into any uh, 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 spiritual things. This is spiritual. Joseph did not only overcome immorality, he also overcame bitterness. That's what we're talking about. They were all temptations. Because some of us, we are strong on immorality, but weak on bitterness. We will never, ever commit fornication. But we can bear grudges all year round. That is not Christianity. Forgive and forgive aloud. What do I mean? Let it be known and settled in the minds of offenders that they are forgiven. Put it on loudspeaker. Not to let people know that this person has hurt me. No. But let the person be clear. When he's at home, he'll be hearing, hello. And then you are laughing in his, I have forgiven you. Put it on loudspeaker. Draw offenders close to yourself. Don't torture them in any way by silence or distance. You never take them to court. But you become silent. And then you also withdraw. Don't do that. Genesis chapter 45. Let's, let's, let's read it just to feel the atmosphere in which Joseph was. 45. Genesis. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. Listen, if you have to weep in order to forgive people, weep. And he cried. Cause, cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him. While Joseph made himself known unto his brethren, and he wept aloud, forgive aloud. And the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. How true the Bible is. Because these guys, he has fed them. He had given them many food and things. So it was coals of fire on their head. You are not smarter than God. Don't take the fireworks into your hands. Drop it and do good to people. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, no distance. I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph again. Sometimes you're forgiving somebody is not sure whether it is true or not. He says, yes, I am the one. Your brother, whom you sold into Egypt, give room for wrath. You sold me, it is true. Now, therefore, be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves. By now, their faces were changing. People were pointing fingers, and ah, you did this, you did that. said, No, no, there's no place for that. The battle is is over. Don't don't start warfare between yourself. For God, they sent me before you to preserve life. If you are really pursuing God, all things will work together for your good. It will, it will surprise you that the people who offended you the most will be the people you will love the most. If you don't come there, you, your Christianity has a deficit. It comes short of a certain glory. You should be able to recover and love people all over again. I see nothing ever happened. And you are not waiting for them to fix themselves before. You are the one who have fixed yourself. And then you are moving on. Amen. Number two, knowing God, the pursuit of God. Purity and pursuit of purity in all manner of life. Purity and pursuit of purity. In all manner of life. The first one was peace, and pursuit of peace with all men in life. Because it's in this life all of that is happening. The second is purity and pursuit of purity in all moments of life. Listen, as for purity or holiness, this will always, it will always be the golden ring of knowing God. The golden ring around knowing God. It is the main thing. In fact, because of this purity of heart, you cannot harbor offenses. It is at the heart of knowing God. The golden ring, I say. The pursuit of God is the pursuit of purity. So when you are pursuing purity, you are pursuing God. It's not when you, you are interpreting dreams. We are purified by the knowledge of God, not simply by personal resolution we are not made pure by personal resolutions no like we began the year i will not do that I will not. that is not the kind of purity we're talking about but purity emanating from the knowledge of you will know god joseph said how can i do such a wicked thing against god the knowledge of god becomes the cleansing agent of our lives psalm 119 verse 9 how shall a young man well with that? Shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed unto thy word Verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Purity. And purity, the pursuit of purity in all manner of life. First Peter 1:14 and 15. As obedient children, not fastening yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner. How many manners? Of conversation. The word conversation means your general life, your deportment and comportment. You understand? Yes. Your private life and your public life, everywhere, is lived in purity. And by that, you are pursuing God. Finally, power. And progress by power in all of life so number one there is peace and pursuit of peace with all men in life that's that's the pursuit of God Two, there is purity and pursuit of purity in all manner of life meeting God alone purity and then there is pursuit of purity in all the galleys and the alleys of life then power And progress by power in all of life. A man that knows God will make progress. Take it to the bank. (laughs) He makes progress because he has what it takes to make progress. It is not in himself. It is the power of God. It becomes his divine engine when things should have stopped for him. The power of God. It happened to Jacob. At a point God met Jacob, he knew he was a dead man. He could not face Esau, But he became a man who had power with God and he prevailed. Listen, when things come to a dead end in your life, you can kickstart them by the pursuit of God. When you get to know God, things begin to move in your life in god there is an order unchanging order is the order of purity before power and power before progress that's how it works purity before power and power before progress you can't progress without power and there will be no power without purity so when the angel of the Lord met Jacob Genesis 32 28 he asked him what is your name because he has been lying all this while that he is Esau <laughs> so now they find out he said the man asked him what is your name he did not think twice he said I am Jacob I said okay now that you are spoken the truth purity now power you have received power. Listen. If you do katasumo muaso, you won't progress. He that covered the sins, his car will not move. That is what the Bible says. There will be no progress. But we can halt every stagnation in life by the pursuit of God. You can halt it. You can stop it. That's what I mean. We can record faithfulness by the pursuit of God. Uh, fruitfulness rather we can make movements by the pursuit of God the pursuit of God will be the pattern of Red Seas can I have an amen the pursuit of God will be the dividing of Jordans the pursuit of God will be the crossing of borders and insurmountable difficulties amen If this is what you want to climb, just be pursuing God. Before you know what, you are on the shoulders of Almighty God and then you are over this place. We enlarge our freedom in life by our pursuit of God. We restrict our freedom without the pursuit of God. If you want to be restricted and very narrow in life, you turn, it doesn't turn, you forget about God. There will not be space to turn around. In your own small life you will be tight things will not be there will be no ventilation in life but we enlarge our freedom in life no matter where we are by our pursuit of god we fly like an eagle to wherever god wants us to get to as we keep pursuing him we restrict it and remain limited without the knowledge and the pursuit of the holy one Of Israel. Hebrews 11 will be the testimony of those who made progress by the pursuit of God. The word or the phrase by faith means by the pursuit of God because without faith it is impossible to please God and so by pursuing God all those people made progress. They subdued nations. They wrought righteousness. The, 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 the dead were raised to life. Progress upon progress. Our time has come to make progress. By the pursuit of God. Be on your feet. And let's pray just for some few minutes. In case you have some offenses and heads and bitterness issues. You want to pursue God. You want to know God you, you want to follow after God forgive pray in the name of Jesus father I forgive anyone who have who has hit me our father forgives he's a he's an author of peace he's a God of peace let there be peace between husbands and wives friends and foes those who despitefully you whatever it is let it go enjoy the peace of God Enjoy the peace of God. What about purity? Knowing God, the pursuit of purity in all manner of life. I want to be holy, holy like you, Lord. Purity is the golden ring of knowing God. It has it has it has no substitute. It stands by itself. It leads everything in knowing God. The knowledge of God. The knowledge of the holy one will always make a life pure and make you to pursue that purity normal of life power and progress power and progress by power in all of life nothing is going to halt my progress because i'm going to pursue after god nothing will halt my progress nothing will halt my progress nothing will halt my progress In the name of jesus nothing will halt my progress nothing will halt my progress in jesus mighty name i'm moving from purity to power and power to progress oh yes thank you lord thank you father in jesus name we pray in jesus name we pray I want to pray for anyone here who is struggling over any issue of forgiveness. It it could be you yourself either receiving forgiveness from God or from somebody who said he has forgiven you and you also forgiving somebody if you are in these two categories. I want you to raise your hand, all eyes closed and head bow. Sometimes you doubt whether God has forgiven you. But there is peace, so much peace that God has in store for you, and uh, something too may have happened, and then maybe at at uh, home in your in your in your in your uh, childhood days. That that's how long these things can go. You suffer something and that's left you with a head or right now it's going on, and you have heard this word of God. You want to lift your hands? The Lord will help you. I'm praying for you right now. Yes, He will help you. For our savior loves you so he will help you father in the name of jesus help all these brethren whatever the issue is first of all those who need your own forgiveness they need forgiveness from you our father i pray that you impress upon them in your own miraculous way that they are forgiven they will never doubt you as far as your forgiveness is concerned and then now lord in relation to others, whatever the issue is, some of them, they grew up with it, it happened as children, it happened even right now, it's happening. Whatever the issue at home, in their marriage, at workplace, Lord, I'm asking in the name of Jesus that grace will abound yes. that he can extend forgiveness. Yes. Be free from whatever is locking you up in hurts and offenses bitterness in jesus name let that thing fly away from your life and become who god wants you to become in the mighty name of jesus and now i pray lift your hands if you can everybody no halting life in this year our door has been open not for us to keep halting but to keep moving Therefore I pray and by the word of the Lord which has come to us today receive the power to make measurable progress in the name of Jesus Christ like Jacob may you move from Jacob to Israel become all that God wants you to become Those who must become a nation, become a nation. Those who must become a family, become a family. Those who must be married, be married. Those who must become pastors of real congregation, become it. No halting for anybody here in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not halt. You will not halt. You shall move. You will move. Say after me in the name of Jesus. I will not halt. I will not stand still. Power has come to make progress in the open door, through the open door. And my progress is happening now by the power of God. I prevail in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father it is done everything about you will show that you are making progress even your dreams will testify to you that you are making progress enemies around you adversaries will prove to you that you are making progress applications were put in places whatever that you are doing expecting hoping for they will all come to show you that you are making progress in the name of jesus when you take a test a medical test or whatever or even an an academic test the results will show that you are making progress in the name of jesus christ whatever business you are doing when you look at your returns at the end of the month or whatever you will see that you are making progress. Yeah. Receive the blessing of the Lord to make progress in Jesus' name. Yeah. As for this, you are no halting. No halting. No stagnation. By the power of God. In the pursuit of God, you make progress. Irresistible progress. Notable progress. In the name of Jesus. You will never remain on the same spot where you are. It is your year of open door. And progress is your life. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI page Today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.